Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Collective Podcast, um, another delicious episode. Um, today we have my friend uh, Rafael Grassetti, is that how, it's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's perfect, it's better than... than Rafael uh, Grassetti. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay, cool, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool, he he comes uh, from Brazil, he's got the, what, what's the native tongue in Brazil? Portuguese. Portuguese. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's. I like. I like when I watch UFC. I love like when the they have the mouse. They they have like the craziest, sickest sounding like uh, tones and shit. Like when. Uh, but sorry, I'm totally <laughs> digressing. I'm totally ruining your intro introduction. But um, I actually met you um, at a Nomen DVD pass, and it turns out that um, we worked at Sony um, in San Diego during the same time but we never crossed paths for some reason it's a kind of a big place but um we know quite a few of the same people but he was showcasing his amazing talent and work at a nomen um what do you call that like a workshop it was like a nomen workshop right i guess that was the zbrush user group meeting right i think that was well i guess it was no it was like more like a concept art thing i guess that's what i yeah. thought yeah well they called normal workshop but yeah it's yeah. a ZBrush. ZBrush thing. Yeah, ZBrush. It was just, it was really impressive, and I was taken back by his level of uh, understanding of ZBrush, but also forms and, and design language. And it turns out that he was friends with my, my my buddy Dave Wilkins, who's a really talented artist that I worked with pretty closely down in San Diego. Big shout out to Dave because Dave's a great guy, <clears throat> super talented guy. But um, it was really cool getting to chat with him. Um, and uh, we've been trying to do the podcast, but there's been all kinds of random stuff happening that seems to be getting in the way. But finally, we were able to get a chat. And um, yeah, I'm really stoked um, to be able to have some of your time. And, and I know you have a lot of people that enjoy your talents and abilities. And it'll be good for them to get a little bit of under better understanding of kind of where you come from and how you've gotten to where you're, you are and where you're going and stuff. So yeah, man, what's up, dude? Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming on, man. It's a... Uh, there's there's a few people I, that I know of that um, really shred it at um, ZBrush that know it really well and enough to make art that doesn't feel 3D, and you're up there. You really figured it out. I think it's really cool. <clears throat> it's been really cool seeing like I've, I've, I think I've been following your work for a bit now without knowing it and then i found your site and i was like oh this is the guy he's doing all this shit <laughs> so it was really cool to connect the dots and it was actually really funny that you were down in san diego when i was there um we just never linked up so but now now we are and now we're doing the podcast so yeah well yeah. That, that usually happens in, in studios like people don't know who actually works there mm -hmm. and then after a couple of months or even years you kind of oh so you're the guy who's making all that stuff <laughs> yeah you're <laughs> content creator yeah, um, because it, what's what's cool too is um, you a lot of the stuff on your site or the things that you are showing that you can show is all a lot of it's personal stuff or your own explorations or um, yeah. workshops and stuff, which means that you really love it because um, for people that don't know ZBrush or don't use it, it's um, it can be a very intense program. It takes a lot of time to get really good results. Sometimes not so much if you're really fast at it. Mm -hmm. But um, so that means like you're working a full-time job and then uh, when you're not working at home or uh, at work, you go home and then you're still working on new stuff of your own, which is really cool. Yeah. And I want to kind of talk about like, you know, your whole mindset with all that and how you've, how you've been able to balance these other things out and stuff because it's, it can be challenging, right. To, to balance mm -hmm. all these different 
goals and stuff, but you seem to be really proactive about getting your stuff out there and being active on like the forums and stuff. Do you feel that it's like, it's kind of a new age of, of communication stuff doing that? Uh, I kind of learned just like by coming from Brazil, we yeah. kind of have to just put the work out there. So people, so, so you make a name and you can actually like move from Brazil. Yeah. So kind of just get used to, and even like when you do work like freelance or even like studio, you don't, ha you, you can't really post that stuff. Yeah, you can't. So just by making my own stuff, I kind of just got used to like kind of forget a little bit about the work and just like focus on my, on my own stuff. Yeah, it's a passion, right? Because you're, yeah. you're using your, your passion or stuff that you're really interested in, which is usually I think yields the best results because then it's like it's more a direct source, you know. Mm -hmm. When you were, <clears throat> so are you classically like trained from when you were down in Brazil? Did you go to like a school thing or did your parents, were your parents into it or how did no. you get into this stuff? So I, I started when I was really young, when I was like 14, 15. When you're drawing? It's just like just trying to learn 3D. Mm, okay. What was, the, what was some of the first programs that you got into? Max. My my first, my main software is Max. Mm, okay. But I started... Use it? Yeah, I still Okay, cool. But I, I started more like doing animations and effects. And so that's how I got a... I started working in Brazil, just doing like freelance. And I was really young at that time, so I didn't go to any school or any art school or anything. Mm. The the studio was really my my school. Like I had the chance to work with some really cool guys that really taught me a lot of stuff. Uh, so that's basically how I learned and how I I kind of move forward on in this industry. Yeah. And then after a couple, actually two years, I started just making my portfolio focused on characters. And then I started just working as a freelancer, just doing characters. But it took me. Almost three years to start doing that. To get your to get the transition was that to get your skills up to be able to do it or. Yeah, yeah, because okay. yeah, I had well, since I was working and I was really young, mm. I had this issue with my parents that, or, I can keep working and just like making money and knowing, I mean, trying to explain to them that that was my future, and, <laughs> or the other one, I just quit the job and actually go to a school. Hmm. So I, I kept doing the, the work at the studio for a couple of years. And then I was able to just, I had enough clients to just quit the job and just do freelance full time. Hmm, okay. Yeah, it's, it sounds like it's been a long, long um, journey as well. Like you, before we started recording, you're saying that you've been doing this for 10 years now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is, um, I guess it shows that you're persistent because um, 10 years of doing um, focusing on one kind of area, it yields good results if you continually go, you know? So mm -hmm. do you feel that like after the 10 years that you've been working on all this stuff that you've, you found like a place that you're comfortable with, that you're happy with, or do you no, feel not, like... not at all. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I mean, then, so you're just constantly hungry then, huh? Yeah, for sure. I see a lot of stuff that I want to do. Yeah. I just don't have time. Yeah, it's time now, right? That's the biggest thing that you're probably having to deal with is where to put your time and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. How do you, how like, is there some stuff that you found that helps you with your time management? Like, Look, I was I was listening to the, the Bulgarov podcast. Oh, like, God. I was like, 
Oh my God, I need to do something. <laughs> yeah, yes. he, he'll make you feel depressed that you're not as good <laughs> yeah. instantly. No, I, I really try to push myself as much as I can to just do stuff. Sure. Like if I'm, if I'm, if I have time, I mean like, oh, I have this time to kind of play a game or I can make stuff and I really want to make something, but sometimes I just don't feel like it. Yeah. So I really try to push myself, but I, I'm not crazy about like having like an hour to do something or having like a specific time to to work or do stuff i just try to push myself as as much as i can yeah well i can i think i can tell it too and we've talked and exchanged some ideas and just maybe some collaborations and stuff but yeah like it it's not easy to constantly go when you're not feeling creative you know yeah but that's the difference i think between the pro the professional and the amateur though that i've noticed Mm-hmm. Like the the guys that are really good are the big dudes that are really professional. They seem to be able to push through that, and like I don't know, somehow they manage just to suck it up and they go, all right, it's time to just get the business done, you know. And then, yeah. and then at the end of the day, <clears throat> the time that w- other people might not be working hard on something, they've they've gotten that much better, you know. Mm-hmm. I always think to myself that people, um, I don't like to be like. I'm not trying to say to be ultra competitive because it's not good to be too competitive, but competitive in a good way. And I've noticed that if you allow yourself to, to realize that while you're, if you're resting, then other people are getting better, then it's just like you have that much more to grow, you know, like you have that yeah. much harder, you have to go that much harder, you know, but mm-hmm. that can make you go crazy though. So I try not to think about that too much and just yeah. push as hard as I can, but realize that it's not always going to work out the way that I want it to be, you know, unfortunately. So, mm-hmm. and I, I just try to take my time. I mean, if, if, if I'm not creative that, that moment, I just need like a, like a break. Sure. I yeah. usually just do like one week without like doing anything and then come back with like full power and really like make something. So I just really kind of take my time and, and know sometimes it's just, it's just not good to keep pushing. And if you know, that's not good enough. Sure. Sure. Well, I guess I think maybe it's like self-reflection, right? You reflect like, why <clears throat> why am I doing this? And why am I having resistance, you know? Am yeah. I doing the right thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I think with um, with 3D, at least for me, I've tried to learn it a few times, but it's just so challenging because it, it takes a long time to yield the right results, you know? So mm-hmm. you have to be really patient and you have to be willing to put in a lot of um, work and sacrifice, you know, yeah. which is a, which is a pain in the ass <laughs> and yeah. it's challenging for me. So when I see like somebody that's really good at 3d or sculpting or um, I just really, I admire that because I know it takes a ton of discipline and skill to first learn the program. Then the second to be um, to really do good in it, you know? So it's a really challenging thing. Yeah. There's a lot of things to learn. Like I used to, think it was easy but then when i think about myself like 10 years ago mm. it was such a long road just to kind of get used to it and learn the tools and now i kind of appreciate more like the students and and know what they they've been they've been through yeah i think it i mean if it's important i think in life to be able to come from all the angles right to be able to to, to know where everybody's been so you build yourself up from the ground up and that's how you really get a good sense of how people get to be great you know Uh, it's just a lot of time and a lot of hard work is there some stuff that you can remember in your life that has helped you that um, allowed you to get where you are uh i I really i think i guess when i when i'm thinking about like what i have to do when what i used to 
like what I've done so far, I think is, is really kind of preparing myself to the job. Like I know, like for example, if you got a head to do, if you're doing like a, a face, a portrait or something, I know the best, like the first one you, the first portrait you're going to do, it's not going to be your best one. Yeah. So I just, I've done quite like a lot of portraits before I start working with that. So just trying, trying to get ready. Like I know I want to work with this. So how am I, how am I going to practice just so when I get the job and when I get the client, I know I'm going to be able to deliver. It's not going to, I'm not going to lo- lose the client at the first, at first try. So I was really, I just tried to p- prepare myself. So I've done a lot of like models for cinematics, for example, before I started working for cinematics. Mm-hmm. I've done quite a few like in-game characters before I got my first game job. Mm, same okay. thing for same thing for statues, same thing for portraits. So I really when I'm when I'm doing like when I'm studying, I'm really thinking about the future and how am I gonna apply that in the future. So yeah. I don't do I don't do just I don't do just a creature just to because it's fun. Mm. I prefer to kind of like do a character that that has hair, for example. Because when I get a job that needs hair, I'm gonna be able to just deliver the job. Sure. Yeah, that's. I mean, I guess that's smart to be future thinking and also just kind of knowing where all your efforts are going. That you're going to be able to have a return on your effort. I guess if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And and then you're prepared. So that's smart. Are you? Yeah. Is your family like anybody in your family like business savvy or like creative at all? No. Well, my brother is a lawyer, mm. and like my it's creative my, <laughs> in a different way in the, in the food business. So it's a it's a lot of different stuff. Nothing. Nothing related. Are they still down in Brazil? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Do you get to, a chance to visit them often? Or not uh, as much? Uh, my brother just got married, so I, oh, cool. I went there. I went there and it was a nightmare. Oh, that's sorry. So, <laughs> oh, family stuff, huh? Well, the family part was good, but just I had to deal with all my visa stuff. Because mm, oh, right okay. now, I'm under the O1 visa. What's that? It's the, it's the one for like special abilities visa. Oh, okay. Because so you, because because you're really talented, so that's your like, that's your claim to stay here. Kind yeah, of? yeah. And because I don't have any any degree. Mm, okay. So they kind of just have to prove that I'm like I have exceptional talent, so I can come and stay and work and stuff. Yeah. Are, yeah. Are, but you're working um, at Sony though, right? Yes, I'm, I'm Sony right now. Doesn't Sony provide those kind of things, services for you or no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they okay. do. They took care of everything, but okay, like cool. every time I leave the country, I have to reapply. Oh God, really? Yeah. Every so time? I, yeah. So I've been there. I went there for just a week, and the first day that I got there, I just went to to the the embassy and reapplied. Wait six hours in the line, Ugh. and then a couple of days after, I got the visa. So it's just a nightmare. That's super backwards seeming. It's weird. Yep. That's unfortunate. It's a waste of time. I don't like. I take it for granted how easy it is for me to just enjoy being a citizen of the United States, you know, and being privileged to be born here and live here and stuff. It seems like um, when you get a chance, when you got a chance to um, move in and live here in the states, was this kind of a goal of yours since you were a kid to to live in the states? Yeah, I mean, not since I was a kid, but like right after the school. Mm. I knew I, I wanted to leave, especially because of this. This industry in Brazil is really small. It's getting bigger of, now, huh? 
Yeah, it's a lot of advertising stuff, and that that's what I used to do when I was when I was there. Yeah, but the game stuff is really like at the beginning. Mm. And you're and, bi- you're big into games? Uh, not that much. Not anymore. Or used to? No, I I, I guess it's, it's all about the characters itself. I mean, if you want to have freedom and work on cool projects, I guess game games is one of the best options. So I kind of just everything just went through that kind of industry mm, okay. but I'm not like a big gamer or it's not like it's not something I, I wanted to do since I was a kid or something like that oh okay but you do you like um, so you do you work with like actual 3D applications of modeling actually where you take the the digital file and then apply it to something that's real life as well do you enjoy that as well or is that kind of just and a byproduct of your efforts. What like, do you mean? Do you do you like love? Do you enjoy like seeing your ideas from the computer to reality? With like, these, these sculpture stuff. Yeah, stuff. the sculpts and stuff. Do you enjoy that? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, everything. It's kind of when it's the first time you you've done things. It's always exciting. And sure. Like, I remember when I was working with advertising. When I saw my my like silly character on the TV, it was awesome. And yeah. Then, like a year after a year was like kind of boring and then I moved to <laughs> yeah. damn, I moved to cinematics my first cinematic was amazing and then after a year it was kind of boring and then <laughs> I moved to like games like the first game was amazing and now it's like oh it's all the same so like statues it's amazing hmm. but I guess after I, I don't know well, yeah, I think that maybe uh, um, you, I relate with you in the same thing is that it takes so much effort yeah. And so once you finally achieve it, it's like, yeah. okay, I've put all this time in and I've achieved it. Now I want to go try this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. What's and I, sorry, I, go no, ahead. All my characters that I have, like most of the characters that you see, I, I kind of make them with a company in China. Uh, so I, I don't really see the process. I just see like the character like ready and like when they ship it to me, it's just the characters there and it's great. But now that I got my own printer, it's it's really different to see the process and do it yourself. So it's a, it's a new process and, I, and I, I'm enjoying it. So you got a new you got a printer like a 3D printer? Yeah, I got oh. one at the 3D Printer Expo. ZBrush did like a like a contest, a sculpt off contest. Mm-hmm. So I think it was six six or eight artists. Just we all had to do a bust in an hour and thirty minutes, like ninety minutes. Okay. And the best bust got the one the printer so ah uh, shit did you win obviously yeah damn like a boss that's cool dude that's <laughs> it fun. awesome it's, fun. it's always yeah. fun well those those printers are really expensive so i think that's cool that so now you you have the ability to to make it and then see it yeah. is that something that you're looking at um spending time in doing like creating kind of your own content and running little prints of it and kind of selling them yeah, I don't know if you saw. I just did like a like a necrochet. I saw. Then, is it on your website? Yeah, it's on my website. So I'm, I'm I'm making that right now. But that's one thing. I know a lot of people have been asking questions about the, <laughs> about the printer yeah. itself because I'm using the printer to to do that. Sure. And it's it's great. I mean, the print. I have the form one, and the printer is is amazing. It's really easy to use. Like the resin is pretty cheap. It just takes a long, a lot of time. Like for each piece that I'm making, it takes like 15 hours. Oh wow! Okay. 
and it's a lot of failed failed tests so it's yeah. really stressful <laughs> yeah it's time huh i can't imagine taking something from i can't imagine being like one of those sideshow companies like sideshow toys or something because yeah. yeah. those guys create some of the best toys they're so beautiful and even like 3a has amazing toys mm -hmm. i can't imagine the process it must take just to make that one toy yeah. you know it's yeah. so long and so much effort and stuff to get it till until it works and looks good, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's rewarding, I guess, when you're done, you know. Right yeah, now. for sure, for sure. And you're talking about—is this the thing that you're talking about with the thing that you did with Dave? Is that the—is that what you printed, or no? That's something else. The thing with the, with Dave, I printed in China. Mm, okay. It's a company called On Age. There's a lot of guys that are using the company right now because they—they're not that expensive and the the quality is pretty good. Mm, cool. That's good. I mean, there seems to be like a bit of a market with all that stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah, with, yeah for sure. With making prints and stuff and people creating their own toys. Also, beyond all this stuff, that seems to be like um, like a trend within automotive industry as well, like people being able to create their own parts in a sense or because they're CNC machines and stuff, but um, mm -hmm. now with these 3D printers, it's a whole different like dimension to... Yeah. Yeah, I w I'm thinking that the future of most anything is going to be uh, you buy raw materials and then you have people yeah. like yourself design things and then you can have one-off things, you know? Mm -hmm. That's really the future of a lot of this commerce. I think that's going to occur um, coming up. At least I would like to see that because I think that would be really cool. So Yeah, for sure. It's happening. If you like that 3D print, printer expo, it was pretty good. It yeah. has some really good, like amazing examples in the yeah, of like what furniture and stuff or stuff beyond like just, nerdy just by, toys? Just by using like different materials, like make stuff like from rubber or like mm. stuff that looks like, like wood or metal. Yeah. So it's crazy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's like, I read an article, um, there's, I think it's in like Africa or something. They had these really big um, 3D printers that would basically print people's houses. It would make houses. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, how cool is that, huh? Yeah, and it's cool because um, it's probably the cost is pretty expensive to get it going, but once they do, they're able to give housing for a large amount of people that need mm -hmm. it, you know, for mm -hmm. for relatively cheap. And I think it's like re reusable materials and stuff, which is really great as well. So it's just it's just really interesting um, to see the surge of just the trend of what all this is leading to and stuff and personalized printers. Because I was looking at getting one of those as well just because i'm a nerd and i like this kind of stuff and i'm like oh, i'll learn i'll learn zbrush and then i'll export yeah. the file and it's not it's that easy <laughs> yeah. yeah a lot of people think about that and yeah i don't think that's the right time to be buying like a printer because i think yeah. in the next year or the next couple of years the, the technology is gonna like go crazy and it's gonna be so a lot more cheap and like the one that i have now is 3200 Okay, it's not that bad. Uh, it's not that bad, but what's the size that you can print it? It's not that big. I mean, is it like three inches, like square, or six inches square? You know, we don't use inches in Brazil. So oh, okay. <laughs> um, what is it? Centimeters? You guys use centimeters? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's like a, I don't know, twenty, twenty-seven centimeters. Oh, that's pretty small then. Yeah. Okay. It is. But then it has really good fidelity, though, huh? Like the yeah. the, the detail and stuff. Yeah, but like. With mine, I already damaged the the tank, so I have to, I have to buy a new tank. Oh no! <laughs> so it's pretty like if you don't know how to use it, you can break it easily. Yeah, it's is it still pretty fragile then, huh? 
Yeah, the tank is cheap. It's like 100, 120 bucks. But okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like I say, like, like, like I was saying, I would just, I would just wait. Yeah. Like next year, see the next generation of, of printers. Yeah, they're more robust and a little bit better, huh? Easier to yeah. use. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's something to think about. It's just something I, I, I grew up, I don't know, maybe it's just my generation. How old are you? I'm 26. 26, okay. So we're, I just turned 31, so we're, yeah, we're a little bit apart. Not too bad, but we're similar generation. But when I grew up, it was all about like real toys, you know, like holding toys and like yeah. playing with them. And now I see my daughter and she plays with the iPod or the iPad and it's like digital toys, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering that if I'm just holding on to an older idea, you know, where people need a physical element, a physical toy, you know? Like mm-hmm. when Todd McFarlane created a lot of his, like his empire with toys and stuff, it was a, I think it was like a perfect time for it um, because people needed that. Or there was a market for um, a mid-priced, really cool, high detailed yeah. um, toy, you know, and, and I think he hit it perfectly. But I'm, I keep thinking to myself, like, where's the market going and, and where is it leading to? And are people still in need or does they, do they desire this stuff still? I think there's always a desire for awesome work, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure like, you know, on a bigger front, how it's, how it all works out, you know, or if it'll be, I don't know. It's just something that I think about. So, but it looks like, cause I, I'm looking at what you're doing and I'm like, I know that you seem to be business minded as well and, and you want to return on your efforts and stuff. So where do you see all this going, all your effort with 3d printing and creating your own stuff? Are you trying to create like your own toy kind of manufacturing thing or, one-off prints and stuff like that? Uh, I mean, the idea is more like to share what I'm doing and mm. be able to just do my own stuff. Because sure. it's, re- it's really hard to make profit on something like this unless you, you, you do like Todd McFarlane, just sell like hundreds and hundreds and then yeah. you start making profit. Yeah. If you if you run like 30 pieces, oh, yeah. you're really just going to cover the cost of, of making the 30 pieces, right? Yeah, yeah. It takes a, it, like you have to have a decent amount of, to get a return on your yeah. investment, yeah. Yeah, so the idea is kind of just learn how to make it and, and get more experience on, on what can be done and how much it's going to cost. And so just I'm just learning on the way and see how that's going to go. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. I mean, it's a it's a whole other category, I guess. I never really thought of it because I work with, I guess I work with print and digital stuff, but I think that there's a whole other element to this, but I'm I'm just wondering if I'm just old school and I like having like physical toys, you know. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. just like an old nerd or something. <laughs> but maybe that just doesn't work. But um, I think you nailed it too. I think that um, the limitation of these things, like if you you have to print it quite a few to, in order to get a return on your investment of time, yeah. you know. So I guess unless you have like a like a title or specific kind of car- character that you're making, you can actually sell them. In a large scale, but if if I'm making like something, my own concept or my own character, it's really hard to just get it out there and sell and make profit. Yeah, 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 man. I think it's. Uh, I guess it just depends on what your goals are, you know. So if you're, if you have you ever, it looks like you've worked with with Todd's company though, right? Just kind of freelance or. Yeah, McFarlane. Yeah, yeah with Mark McFarlane Toys. How was that experience? Was were they pretty cool people or? Yeah, was it, yeah it was stressful? great. No. no, it was great. It was one of the, I, I had a lot of stressful experience freelancing, sure, sure. and those guys were just great. Awesome, and yeah. you did the all those Walking Dead posters, or not posters, the Walking Dead sculpts, right? Yeah, I made a like a few like, let's see, I was doing mostly faces and heads, hmm. 
So I made, I don't know, eight, eight Walking Dead heads, and I was mainly working on the on the baseball, like the sports, the sports series. Okay, because you're really good at likeness, huh? It's just, I guess he he was trying to give me more like body stuff to do, but it's just it's more about time time. Mm, okay. I can nail a face pretty quickly, and the, the body is just a lot of work. Yeah, it's ton, especially with all the material and fabrics and stuff. So for the stuff on your site, um, like Daryl, the one, the guy with the the um, arrow, the the brother yeah. of the racist guy with the no, the hook hand or whatever. Um, yeah. I haven't watched that show in a while. Do you watch the show as as well? Do I watched watch? the the first three seasons. Yeah, what happened? Did you did you? I, I fell off too. Did you? Yeah. Get, did you lose interest just... in it? I kind of get. I don't have cable anymore, so mm. I, I kind of stopped watching, and I don't know. Yeah, I, have, I still want to just get back, download all of them, and yeah, I hear it's getting good again. It kind of fell away for a little bit, but I think it's getting good again. I think the thing that I was I was kind of thrown off about is I really love zombie shit because it's just like a social commentary on yeah. really what the hell is going on with humans, basically, mm-hmm. and um, but when they started to change that, the the zombies were no longer a scare. Uh, only other humans i'm like ah man let's keep this let's keep the zombie scaring everybody because that's that's super freaky but they were like yeah well we're just used to zombies and shit we're like we don't get scared of zombies anymore we're just more afraid of other humans which i guess makes sense you know like have you you read the comics at all i've read a couple and i really like them i think that they they have some really good bits to them because i like zombie shit you know like uh, i like one of my favorite um, zombie movies is 28 days later have you seen that one no oh really nope. uh, it's a danny boyle film it's fucking awesome yeah it's uh it's one of the best i think as far as like zombie lore kind of is concerned personally a lot of people yeah. like um uh i can't remember the name dawn of the dead and all those other ones but yeah i don't know 28 day, days or 28 weeks later there's 28 days later then 28 weeks later they're both really good i feel um for what they are so see if i can find them yeah are you into movies much at all or no uh i used to be not that not that much anymore is it just because you're too busy? I don't know. I think I get. I think I have like a, I don't know. Low attention just span. Periods, periods of, of time that I'm into that thing, and then not anymore. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you get really passionate, and then you kind of just fall away from it. Yeah, that's my life. Yeah, is that kind <laughs> of like a common thing that you have? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, so right now, you're really passionate about what? Uh, right Cats. Now, Kittens. I'm playing a lot of Injustice, <laughs> if you ask me. You know Injustice, that that game. No, what is it? Fighting, uh, fighting the DC, the C, DC Universe fighting game. Oh, okay. So it's um, is it's it like a, you just go around and start punching people with superpowers? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, but it's just it has it's like fun gameplay, huh? Yeah, I'm I'm into fighting games. So mm. I'm kind of just kind of learn when I learn to play the game, it's kind of get addicted and. I don't know. Just, just ask me again, like in two months, and I'll be into something else. <laughs> well, that, I guess that's good then, huh? Because then you're constantly, you know, into different things, and you're trying different things. So, yeah, yeah, and then it just like pushes your interest around, I guess. So, yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm really into into the work right now mm. at the studio. So I'm not, I'm not doing oh, cool. any pers- personal work. I'm about to start something. Just again. Just kind of had the break, like a couple of weeks break, and now I'm gonna start something else. Cool, that's great. Yeah, and man. Yeah. 
is so Sony um, in Santa Monica is keeping you busy and stuff. I know you can't talk about anything there because it's always like under NDA and stuff, but that's cool that um, they have stuff. I think with San Diego, they had some cool jobs, but I think Santa Monica seemed to have more of the hub of kind of like a lot of the bigger projects, I guess, you know? Yeah, in San Diego, I went there as a supervisor for for the for the character team, and we we were doing a lot of facial stuff for the, for the Sony games. Okay. So it's more like a for for the three D department, the character department. It's more like a like a tech, uh, like a tech outsourcing for the rest of the Sony studios. Oh, okay. So we were doing a lot of facial, a lot of scanning. So I got to learn a lot of that stuff. So it was, it was pretty cool. Oh, the three D scanning stuff. Three D scanning, the three D facial, like doing a lot of blend shapes and learning how to actually make faces. Did you work with Darcy at all? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we talked about that, right? Yeah, he's uh, he was there too. I was going to try and have him teach me ZBrush, but man, I lack discipline with that shit, dude. <laughs> I tried it. I really put a heavy effort to try it. I just, man, I don't know. I, I, I guess, I don't know. Sometimes certain things don't seem to work with me. I don't know. I, I think that was when I was drawing all the Lost Boy stuff and I wasn't I was like having so much fun just drawing again. I was like, I don't want to learn another program. I just want to yeah. draw right now. And I'm I'm kind of similar from what you're telling me about yourself. It's like when I'm really passionate about something, I just go for that. You know, I mm-hmm. just focus on that because that's where my attention is is at. You know, so yeah. But and then I think that's when you get a lot of really cool work when you just go with that. You know, you just flow with it. Because you when you did that thing for Dave with Dave Wilkins, uh, mm-hmm. what's that called? The Night Wreath? Is that what it's called? yeah the night break okay cool yeah like you like what was the process with that he just drew like a, some handsome dude with some purple bug eyes and then you're like i'm gonna draw the rest of his body and have him in a pose <laughs> and all this so you did like a shit ton of work and textured it and did all this stuff yeah and the it thing was with, go ahead no the thing with dave is just every day he was like just showing showing his stuff like the comic book stuff that he made yeah he's he does a uh, el zombo right is that it's called yeah yeah, yeah. He does the el zombo he does a lot of a lot of freelance yeah he's a busy so, dude yeah so i was like dude we got to do something together and sure like, yeah, yeah yeah for sure and then we were kind of just having some ideas just to do something together and then i saw the that concept that he has mm-hmm. and i was like yeah let's make this it's awesome i know i can do something out of this yeah and you sure did <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. basically, I just started making it, and he was helping me just figure out the the rest of the the rest of the body. And he has like a whole story of that character, like a comic book that he he was he made like I don't know ten years ago. Yeah, that's so killer. Like, yeah, so we just made that, and we make the statues. He's working on the comic book right now, and awesome. just planning just planning to release release it all together. Okay, cool. Are you guys gonna do it at like Comic Con or something? Yeah, we got a booth at Comic Con. Oh yeah, awesome. You and Dave are gonna be there. Yes. Sick. I'll be there. I'll stop by. That's the plan. I'll, I'll go see. push your. I'll go push your table around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start a scene, and then I'll try to fight Dave. For those that are listening, Dave's like a freaking huge dude. <laughs> yep. You would like when you look at Dave, you wouldn't think that he um, sits on his butt all day and draws comic books and nerdy shit. He's actually really buff and. A large, yep. a massive human being. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know if he, I think he was doing like some pretty heavy, like weightlifting and weight training. Is he still doing that? Probably, I guess. When I was there, he was still doing. Yeah. yeah like, personal trainer. Oh, wow. Was like doing everything 
as he's supposed to do, like eating well and everything. But I don't know how how he is right now. That's a challenging thing. I couldn't do that and this stuff. It's too much. So I like well, to just do one. <laughs> oh, you still go like what you do, like jujitsu or something? Yeah, baby. I got Brazilian jujitsu, man. So it's yeah. up. <laughs> no gi jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. I just had it tonight. It was great. I had my little brother um, there for the first time, so that was really cool. It was like a special moment. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's cool. Like um, to me, I feel like jujitsu is such a gift. Um, when I'm able to show a friend or bring a friend to the dojo to train, it's like it's such a fun experience for me because it's like, yeah, like welcome, check this out. And not everybody gets it, but some people do. So and they stay with it and they get they get really good. But I think if mm-hmm. my brother keeps going, he's going to be really great. It's just a matter nice. of him continuing. Do you do you train at all? I go to the gym. That's kind of my thing off off the the industry. Sure. Kind of get get there and like I don't know, spend an hour just thinking about something else. Yeah. You you go every day during lunch or something? No, I go after work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And then you just do basic like physical training kind of stuff. Yeah, I kind of just just run for like ten minutes and then do like weight lifting lifting dang just work it out dude just working <laughs> but i think it helps though right it helps to cut um i think it helps to cut your day up if you do like a release a physical release i think it's really important to do that you know yeah for sure i for think sure. That, it helps it helps me a lot yeah of course right like it you get so i mean for me i get so wrapped up in all the priorities of life you know that if i don't take time to do that then i never do because everything seems so much more important than like working out or something. But I think when I take a chance to go and do my own thing, it feels good, you know, to, to work out and, and to train and stuff. It just feels like I'm able to release, you know, all the energy. So, yeah, yeah I think it's necess- like very uh, much a necessity of, of being good at what you do is having regular breaks and chance to mm-hmm. think and, and stuff. I sometimes I get really good ideas of with art when I'm training, you know? So when I'm not getting choked out, I'm thinking yeah. about other stuff. So <laughs> like I get solutions to shit when I'm like taking a shower or like riding my bike or something, you know? So, but yeah, That's a good break from it helps. Yeah. Are you, do you do, are you still doing stuff with Todd's company and stuff or are you kind of doing your own thing now? I uh, just I just finished one of the heads, another head, mm. like one of the sports heads. And oh, sports heads. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It's yeah. a good exercise. And then that's it. I don't I don't think I'm gonna be taking more freelance. I'm just gonna. I need a break, and I don't know. Every time I say I say that that <laughs> I'm not gonna freelance anymore, and then some cool project comes up. And <laughs> yeah. And my wife was like, again. <laughs> yeah. How long you guys been married for? Uh, two years okay cool you guys are young you guys are newlyweds then yeah, yeah. you have you guys have kids no not yet okay are you guys Both planning on having kids yep yeah very soon cool man congratulations i always tell my wife i'm down to practice but i don't want to have kids <laughs> ah. <Just> one more <laughs> yeah we have a we have my our daughter she's eight years old so she's awesome but it's a lot of work so yeah prepare to have a lot of changes happen so yes i can see that yeah it's good though it gives you uh another meaning in life you know like beyond yourself which i think is great personally Mm -hmm. so because you can be really selfish with this stuff you know and not realize like 
how, how important it is to have other people that need you, you know, and take care of them as well. So yeah, yeah. just helped me out a lot, but that's cool. Did you, um, is she from the States or is she down from Brazil? She's from Brazil. Oh, cool. She, she moved with me to Canada when we first moved to Canada. Okay. And then she came with me. She's just following me. <laughs> you can lose her, man. Just, uh, you'll, you'll always stay with you. Then. Just, you guys were together back down in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And it's it's been great. I mean, just have someone on your side just to cuz yeah. it's it's always a new experience and you don't know you don't know a lot of you know a couple of people but you don't really know the city and like I don't know, you can get pretty alone sometimes, so it's been great just to have her by by my side. Sure. Yeah. It's important to have somebody that you can confine in and be close with, you know, because if you yeah. don't have that it, like you're saying it can be really lonely and it can be hard harder to ex- enjoy things, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah. I I I, I marriage is a very challenging thing i think at times but it has such a great reward when it really works but it takes a lot of effort for for me at least especially in the beginning because i was just so selfish (laughs) i was like i just i just want to draw all day and all night and just leave me alone so i can work all day so (laughs) yeah and then then i'd get in deep trouble because of that so (laughs) yeah yeah i still do it and that's how you're saying like it's hard for you when you have like freelance stuff and then you have yeah. your work. Is it hard to balance it all out? Yeah, I used to. I used to be like that. Like you're saying, like just I just want to do my stuff, and like that's more important than than I guess my future. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And then, well, she's the opposite of me. Like every, I need something every time. I need to be doing something or making something mm-hmm. like 24 hours a day. <laughs> and she's like the completely opposite. She's uh, really like kickback and like I'm jealous. I want to enjoy the life and like oh what. <laughs> Why don't you just come here and do nothing? And I'm like, oh, how how can you do that? <laughs> yeah, I'm so the I'm, same way. Yeah, so I'm kind of, I, I don't know, with these years I'm just learning with her just to be more easygoing and not be so crazy about all that stuff because there's, there's all this stuff to do. You know, just I'm learning on the way. Yeah, it takes time, right? Yep. And 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 uh, for me, I grew up pretty poor. So like, when I work, I don't say no to jobs or I used to because I was always worried that like I would never get another job, you know. Yep. <laughs> but then I realized that it, they'll just continually come. So I gotta just be patient or just be like relaxed, you know, and not be mm-hmm. so insecure. Usually, it was it came a lot from insecurity for me. That's how. Um, but then when I realized that it was insecurity, I I quickly diminished that because it's like oh I don't want to be making choices and under weakness because that's how you make stupid choices. So I decided to focus again on enjoying my life and my child and everything, you know? So, but yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to really enjoy things if, unless you're <laughs> aware of it, which is odd. Right. So, yeah, yeah. but it's funny that you say that because I had the same thing. I would always have a hard time relaxing. My wife is the same too. She's like, Oh, just, you know, relax let's lay in the bed all day i'm like what oh my god yeah it's the same thing <laughs> yeah I, I can't do that <laughs> maybe when i was like a teenager or something you know but yeah yeah now i feel like it's time to work really hard you know to put all the effort in so yeah, yeah. all this yeah. being all this being said like what are your um some of your big goals that you have like for yourself or do you have them and um, how do you because f- it seems like you you make a goal and then you obtain it and then you move forward Mm-hmm. What's some of the big things that are on your mind now or in your plate that you're focusing on? Uh, I really don't. I really try not to think about that that much. I mm-hmm. just want to, I just keep making stuff and like think about, of course, think about the future. Yeah. So really focus my time on the, on the studio because I know like that's how I make my living. 
So yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah. it's like yeah. So I, I I try to spend like think about that, and of course just do my own stuff because I know if you, I I think the key for the success is just make stuff. You just yeah. Like keep making, keep improving. Of course, thinking about what you're making and why you're making it. Yeah. But my goals right now is just keep making stuff. That's a good way to do it. I think maybe it's just simple and honest, and your intentions pure. You know, so and then mm-hmm. it just it's more direct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some of like? Do you have some of these like obstacles? A lot, a lot of the people that I have on here like seem to have achieved something over on top of a pretty decent obstacle in their life. What are some of the things that you felt that um, might have like? That felt like were some hard things that you had to get over or achieve in order to make some of these things happen. I think most of like for most of the guys that are not Americans, it's just the visa stuff. Yeah, it's really hard. There's a lot of people trying to like get out of Brazil, for example, just come here because like the the studios are like most of the studios are over here or Canada. So I guess the visa was biggest stuff for me. Yeah. And like people don't realize, just it just took a lot of time for me to get my visa. Yeah. I had to work like many, many years, plus do a lot of freelance and that's just marketing myself. It took a lot of time just to be able to get the O1 visa. And I know there's some people who get that like pretty quickly or maybe it's just super talented and, and after like a couple of years you got the visa and it was the... Can you hear the plane? Yeah, it's okay though. He, he, for those who are listening there and aware, he's up in LA and I think he's close to an airplane. Yeah. Place, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, really close to the airport, yeah, like LA, LAX. But anyway, okay. yeah, it's okay. Anyway, it, it just took a long time. I, I really like, wasn't the type of guy who was super talented at the beginning, mm. so I really like had to study a lot and I don't know, really practice my eye and my observation and try to see, like, I don't know, how to make stuff. I don't sure. know if that makes sense, but, it absolutely well, does, yeah, yeah. So it took it took the time it took the time just to learn that and it took a lot of years just so I was able to get a lot of offers like not a lot but a couple of offers and some good ones like for Bioware for example there was something that it was better than than usual so I I said yes and I moved up there and I wasn't with the O one visa I was with the normal normal visa because Canada it's a bit easier to get the visa stuff yeah I've heard that too it's, um, they have a different visa system than America yeah yeah because I tried with the like before I moved to Canada I tried with some studios here in the US and it was it was really hard to get the visa and didn't work out so I ended up just moving to Canada and when I was up there it was like super easy to get the visa to come here yeah so it was like a kind of a long way just to get here sounds like a total fucking journey though so and then now that you're here are you satisfied and are you continue wanting to continually stay here or you just want are you you have other goals to travel somewhere else no no i'm gonna stay here (laughs) well you were staying in san diego so that's like so nice you know and and all of california it's some of the nicer places you know so yeah and then that in there is just just came to a point of projects yeah like uh I had a couple offers to come here to LA, some really good studios, so I just ended up coming to Santa Monica. I mean, I just, I really came to Santa Monica. It was more like, uh, oh, I'm going to leave Sony, so what are you guys going to do? And then, oh, you can still you can still be at Sony, you just go to Sony Santa Monica. So I was like, yeah. Right. Oh, what did, were you talking to that? Um, there, was a, a, like they, there was like a layoff um, in San Diego, is that what was going on? 
No, no, I was I was about to leave because I wasn't happy with the projects. Mm, okay, yeah. And I and I had some other offers from different studios. Yeah. So I told them I was gonna leave, and they offered me the to go to Santa Monica. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that works then. Yeah, it, that's another thing I think that people that don't work in video game industries and stuff, the video games take so fucking long to make that if you don't like it, you're stuck there. Like, if you don't like uh, zombies and, like, all that stuff and you're stuck at Naughty Dog while they're making uh, The Last of Us for years and years, you're going to go crazy, you know? So, and I think that um, it's good for you for, you know, finding what you want, you know, and, and, and for speaking up on it because, yeah, if you don't, if you're not careful, you're going to be, like, just sitting there working on shit you don't like all the time, you know? And yeah. I think a little bit here and there is good, but um, can continual i couldn't do that that's why i freelance because i just I, I like the variety you know sometimes i would like to have a consistent <laughs> workflow with people but sometimes i like the variety of just switching it up you know staying fresh yeah the thing about the about the especially the character for character artists there's not a lot of character artists with experience in this industry hmm. so it's really hard like for all the studios that have been like bioware we are we looking for character artists no luck same thing for, at sony we're looking a lot for character artists, and there's not a lot out there. So the studios really want to keep what they what they have. Yeah, it's a lot of work just to get you in there, you know, and the yeah. effort. And and since you're like you're saying, um, for that's it's such a niche. It seems you know, it's like such a select field of um, focus. It seems so. Yeah. But sure. yeah, it seems like challenging. You know, I remember when I was at Sony, and maybe you were a part of it, but. Darcy and those guys would do like lunchtime sculpts. Were mm-hmm. you doing those? No, no. No, you're, wasn't there. you're all too busy, bitches. <laughs> yeah, or you just weren't there. Okay. No, I weren't there. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we weren't there at the same time then. But I was there for off and on for like six months. So perhaps then. But um, yeah, that guy's super talented too, and he really loves San Diego. So he's like yeah. perfectly set up there. So. Yep, that guy cool. knows how to just enjoy the life. He does. He's yeah. He, I remember I was like killing myself doing like three different projects, and he was like, "Yeah, man, just chilling out, you know. <laughs> go surfing this weekend." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's good." Yeah, I don't know. I just can't do that. It's, it's hard for me to do that. I wish I could. I envy that, you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the same. Same. Way. <laughs> yeah, it's challenging though. I think just finding the balance, you know. Maybe when I get older, you know. When, I don't know if I'll ever like completely have, retire, but yeah. I I have plans for when I get older. I just want to have my space. Mm. I just want to have some some clays over there. I'm just sculpt all day. Yeah, <laughs> see, you're still working, but it's like fun, fun yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I I kind of want to be uh like kind of like with that Craig Mullins dude the, the where he moved out to Hawaii and he just he just hangs oh, yeah. out in Hawaii and just chills out because I grew up there so I want to just go back and retire in Hawaii. That's a good, yeah, that's a good plan. Yeah, <laughs> just relax and enjoy the nature because it's so beautiful there, and it's really um, it's, it makes me really happy, really, like relax, you know. So yep. yeah, as long as I can bring some clay with me, I'm down. <laughs> you come visit, dude. Hang out, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you are you big into the the art community? Like the it seems like you're pretty big into like ZBrush um, Central and all that stuff. It, is, are you big into that? Like talking with people there and exposing your your abilities and your projects and stuff or you do you yeah. use that no I, I try to do it as much as i can i'm not like i got a lot i have a lot of emails and i got a lot of, a lot of messages and everything and i just don't have a lot of time to answer yeah all those. yeah 
Yeah, well, people, he barely busy. gets back to my text messages. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're busy, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay, dude. I know like, I know when people are busy, so I don't... I think with you, I give you a buffer, so I go, I'll text him because I want to talk to him in like two days, so mm-hmm. and then he'll get back to me in two days, and then we'll talk. <laughs> the thing about, like, you, you might have noticed that, but I'm really into what I'm doing at the moment, so, yeah. like, for me, it's hard to stop to answer some, some, some message and then have to get back. I kind of just off the the moment so i don't i try not to stop that's good i think that shows a level of skill that you you know that it takes you a lot of focus to get into those zones and then mm-hmm. once you're in it then you're good to go you know so that's good. yeah and then after i'm done i kind of just i forget what i was supposed to do <laughs> i'm supposed to reply and then everything kind of kind of piles up and then i don't know what to do <laughs> yeah well i think uh i was just reading this book i brought it up in a couple of the other podcasts but it's uh it's called eat that frog and it says basically like you should only do like two things only and then just focus on those two things and those are your top priorities Mm -hmm. and everything else is based off of like a list of a b c d um uh vitaly bulgarov is really into this book as well too and i think that he uses a lot of these techniques to um make sure that he gets the best out of his day his work day you know and it seems Mm -hmm. to really work i'm having a hard time following it personally because i'm so scatterbrained Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have a hard time like not replying to people because I have I feel like I should, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm gonna have to start pulling that back so I can just focus on work, you know. But yeah. Do you feel like you you get what's like the best amount of work when you're? How do I articulate it? How would you describe like the perfect um, amount of time and 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 like window and 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 for you to get a good amount of work done is it like three hours you sit down for like three hours uninterrupted and just focus or is it four hours or a whole day or even just an hour do you have a certain time that seems to work for you yeah for for sure i need a couple hours yeah i don't i don't really know like what to say but like usually in the morning i kind of go through all my emails like reply everything that i have to like that I really have to, like clients and stuff. Yeah, top level yeah, priorities. And then, and then I start working. So I work from like morning to lunchtime mm. without stopping on break. And then I stop for lunch, like talk with like Facebook, all that stuff. And then in the evening, I just, I don't know, maybe like two and a half hours, then like a half hour stop and then two, two and a half hours again. So maybe two and a half hours is a good time to really nail some stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. I think I think that if you can allow yourself to have like nice sections of uninterrupted time of just focusing on your t- your your main goals, mm-hmm. then you get a lot done. I think the thing that always kills my um, kills me is like and that's why I don't work in a studio is because there's a lot of interruptions, yeah. and I don't like interruptions because it really messes up the flow you know Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like i think there's some people that are good at it but for me it's it's like i don't know it just messes up the flow and getting stuff done properly because like we're talking about it takes a lot of effort to create things that nobody's seen before or Mm -hmm. something that's special you know so but the thing for me because i work work as a freelance for like three years before i moved to canada Mm. and it was really uh, stressful for me because I was doing uh, like crazy hours yeah. during, during the day and then working during the night. <laughs> I don't know. Do you work at home or you go to studios? Right? I work at home. Yeah, I work from home. So yeah, so if you don't know how to really manage your time, it's it really like the You're money crazy. can get into you. money can get into your head and <laughs> yeah. I, I did some crazy hours when I was when I was working at home. 
mm-hmm. and I got some issues with the stomach issues, all that, sh- all that shit. Oh yeah, you get some stomach ulcers or something from stress. <sighs> yeah, yeah, oh, gastri- wow, gastritis. Yeah, and then that's why I had to start working out because if and then the, the working out thing really helped me to kind of eat every three hours. Sure. Kind of just like think about my schedule and like really. Like do the right thing because before I was really like just working, working, like 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 I said, just doing. I have to do some stuff like twenty four hours. Yeah. That I just got a lot of issues with that. So now just by working full time, I kind of it's better for me. Sure, it kind of locks you into a time that you go in, you work, and then you and then you're yes. done. But yes. then, but then you say that you do freelance on top of that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have my wife. And Otherwise, then your wife's like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey!" You know. <laughs> if she wasn't, if she wasn't here, I'd probably be dead by now. Yeah, that's what I say to myself too. And I tell my <laughs> wife that too. She really helps keep me in check. Yeah. You know, she gives me that look, and I go, "Fuck, yeah, if I'm messing up, yeah, so I'm not doing especially, it right." Especially, <laughs> especially when I'm finishing something, I mm. can go like I don't know 48 hours just by I have to finish this I'm sure. almost I'm almost done you're never done never done nope oh my god <laughs> yeah that's funny how universal all these problems are I think almost all creatives that are really passionate and at the top level of their game they mm-hmm. have the same problems you know uh, I, I, I do a lot of reading and I like to to watch documentaries and stuff there's this one documentary called the Pixar story have you read have you ever watched that Yes, yes. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, and I really love the one thing that John Lasseter says in there. He says a lot of really cool things, and um, he's been a, he's been a, a, a he's been able to be around some of the really most top talented people, and mm-hmm. he's been really lucky. You know, he's learned underneath some of the Disney's best uh, animators and worked alongside Brad Bird and I think even Tim Burton. You know, mm-hmm. but what he said is that their movies are never done; they just have to release them. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing for all of our work too I think it's it's never really done it's just that it's just time for us to release them you know and I think that when you come to peace with that idea that's really when you've figured out like alright like I'm never going to get there's never enough time to get everything that I want to get done so I just have to do my best every day yeah. unfortunately but then it's I don't know but what's cool and what's interesting is that we might think it's never done, but people that don't know think it is done, you know, to oh, a yeah, certain yeah. degree. And they're no, like, I have stuff that I've stuff that I've done, like I don't know, four years ago, when people see that and that's, dude, that's that's awesome. That's your best piece. I was like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The the it's it's like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like it's people's opinion, you yeah. know, and it's whatever they think. But yeah, it becomes it becomes hard to. Um, you just, I think, like you're saying, it becomes hard. And for me, yeah, just working from home um, and balancing a schedule and everything else, yeah, it's, dude, like the other night I was up until like 4 o'clock and then I had to take my daughter to school at 8 o'clock in the morning. So oh my God. just like, and it, it happens a lot because it's just too much going on. Mm-hmm. And it's just me being stupid and not planning myself right and saying yes to everything. And I just need to stop that. So yeah. I learned a power in saying no, which is cool too. Um, it's been challenging to do that as well, but I think you've noticed, I think it seems like you know how to do that as well though, right? Um, well, I learned that, I don't know, one year ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think when you say that you, um, leave yourself open for bigger, bigger opportunities, you know, or to focus on being really great at one other thing. But my problem is like with your saying is, is there's so much cool projects to do and so many, 
I get like an email, it changes my life, you know, it's like, Oh, you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do it. You know? And, <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, two months later, I hate my life because I can't sleep, you know? So, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it seems to be a bit of a common thing. I think I've talked with Dave about this too. And, and uh, a lot of creatives as well. But I think what helps me is, is every day just kind of reminding myself of those steps and mm-hmm. setting a pattern of uh, habits, you know, and I think uh, it was like 21 days of continually doing something is when you set the habit, you know, so mm-hmm. it's just, damn, it's a long 21 days, you know, so. <laughs> but, yeah. And I think that's just part of like, just, just part of learning, kind of, because yeah. you have to do that and like push yourself and gotta just learn with your mistakes, all that, all that stuff. Yeah. So that's, I think that's why it's common and this like everybody has done that before like all the artists want to do everything and yeah i don't know it's just part of it i'm kind of learning now just to step back a little bit and kind of just focus on my own stuff because the, the thing about freelancing is that it takes a lot of time and usually it's most of the time it's not worth it the money is not really the biggest thing money is important but most of the time i just i really don't see the money at all yeah <laughs> it just goes to taxes yep <laughs> and like a lot of, like 90% of the stuff I can't show I can't really show and it's not good enough for to show for a client for example mm, okay so I kind of like learned pointless then yeah I kind of learned during these years it's easier it, I mean it's more important just to focus on on your own stuff if you can yeah, if you have the if you have the time and you have the the, the money to do so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned that myself as well. That's why I'm creating my own stuff because it's I think it's more rewarding and then it's just kind of fun and then I get a chance to work with other talented people and mm-hmm. and it's just kind of I don't know I just enjoy it. But all in all, I think no matter what, for guys like you and I, you're we're gonna bleed for the work, you know, like you're gonna bleed for it. So you might as well make it something special, you know. Yeah. That's one thing. I, uh, oftentimes, I'm, I'm sure you probably get asked a lot of the same questions like on students or um, younger artists or people that are starting out in the professional career they're like you know what should I do should I do this or that and then I always just tell them like it doesn't really matter what you do it it just matters if you really love it because you you have to love it because it's going to be really hard yep. yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be easy at all it's going to be really hard um, yeah. and, and I have I have a lot of these like people coming from especially because I'm working on like the game industry and it's really like a lot of young young guys want to work at this industry and see what I do. Sure, want to do the same. So I got a, I got a lot of emails and people coming to me and it's like, oh, how, what should I do, just to do what you, what you do? And it was like, do you draw? Do you like? I don't know. You like to draw? Do you like sculpting? Do you like characters at all? Mm-hmm. And they don't know exactly what I do. <laughs> they just want to oh. work in this industry. Okay, let's maybe maybe what we could do to help solve alleviate some of the pressure that people are asking you. Maybe you can just send them a link to this, and we can kind of address some of these things now and make it easy for you. So, yeah, what are some of the common questions that these people are asking you that you feel like you can kind of give a resolved question or answer to? Uh, well, it's really hard. I mean, I just get some people are just really curious and see what I do and want to do the same. Sure, and I don't know, just. They'll ask you like, okay, well, just ask so, someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they would say like, so what programs are you using, right? So that's like a common one that you get, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah. What so program? You're using ZBrush. I use Max. You no, use Max. That's yeah. That's one of one like a big thing. People see my work and go, oh, this guy uses ZBrush and ZBrush. 
is what I need to learn. And it's it's really not about ZBrush. I don't use like at work. I don't use a lot of ZBrush. Oh yeah, huh. but even so for you, your soft modeling, you don't use ZBrush, or you do? Uh, the thing is, when you work in a game, there's oh, that's true. You work not in a lot games. of things. Yeah, not a lot of things are creatures or are main characters or all this stuff. Yeah. So you've got to be able to model in a basic software like Maya or, or Max or XSI, one of those base softwares that you can do pretty much everything. Sure. So that's your first base. Like if you're starting, Max or Maya. Yeah. And then when you got those softwares nailed, go to ZBrush and start. Well, you can do that at the same time. Just like start practicing, practicing ZBrush, do some sketches, see if you really like characters or if you really like environments. Because, again, this industry is really hard to get a job as a character artist because there's a lot of people trying. There's not a lot of, not a lot of, not a lot of jobs. So it's hard. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. And to be an environment artist, it's way easier to get in the industry. <laughs> and then you can you can move to character if you really like characters. But by learning like the first steps, like learning. Learning how to do animation, learning how to read, learning how to do environment. Just learn everything. Yeah. And then, like, because <laughs> you, you got more to offer to a studio, right, if you know all those things. Sure, you're more versatile and you can try different things. Yeah, can, yeah, uh, for sure. Which, yeah, I think one thing I was saying, I think I was, I was speaking to a class recently and they were asking me certain kind of questions and I said, you really need to think that, okay, how much would you want to get paid a day? So let's say that you want to get paid... I don't know, anywhere between 300 to $600 a day. You really need to think that somebody has to account for paying you for that, and you got to think that you have to be good enough to be able to get paid for that much money. Mm-hmm. And so you got to really just think about, am I good enough to be paid $500 a day? And if you're not, then you just got to keep pushing, you know? And what will those what will those traits and those skills lead you to be able to get paid for that much if that's your goal or if you just need to make the much money or whatever it is, but... That's kind of like a interesting, important um, business quality that you should think about. I think, mm-hmm. because somebody has to be accountable for paying you for those that time, you know, and and so it has to be, you know, you have to think yeah. about it like that, you know. It's just got to be re- more responsible about it. I think, you know. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like when you when you find out what what you want to do, for example, you want to work with characters, but there's so many things you can do with characters, like cinematics, statues, games advertising and it's really different like there's a lot of people come to me and say oh can you send me some freelance i'm a character artist uh, and i was like okay i have a you want to work with games so where's your portfolio with games you have a bunch of zbrush sculpts i can i can use that like for games you have you got to be able to like know how to do like in-game stuff how to do textures projections bakes all that stuff that comes with it yeah so people have to learn like, if you want to do games, just study to be a game artist, not to be a character artist. And sure. then if you want to do cinematics, you study to do, like, cinematic cinematic characters. Yeah. So that's, so that's a completely different, like, I got a lot of questions about that. Sure. Well, this is good that you're addressing it because maybe you can just kind of send them here because they can get more of a dynamic answer from you rather than, like, a email yeah. and it's, like, a long email chain. Um, so let's see what I was going to ask. So, and, and then probably another question you get asked quite a bit is schooling probably, right? Yeah. And you're self-taught for the most part, you said? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've done, I did a, a couple like workshops, like animation effects. I've done a lot of things like beside characters mm-hmm. just to, 
learn more from the rest of the the pipeline sure are you a firm believer in like the nomen dvds do you like those is that something yeah. that you think would help a student if they because like right now when if i was a student of this stuff and you're saying learn everything that becomes very like oh crap because it could take you so long just to learn everything yeah and i think a lot of people students and just everybody in general wants a quick return off their effort you know this is not possible with this stuff because it just takes yeah. a long time to learn it yeah um is there something that you think that helps with learning things quicker besides just being really diligent and putting in the hours is there like a resource that you felt that helped you or is it just doing it and, and falling and crashing and, and going and keep going no well, i think i think dvds and all that like everything is valuable sure and but after you get to certain point I, if you're in the beginning i would just i would recommend just do like a like a workshop from those cg workshops for example there's there's one from from the guy that works with me, Caden, he's doing like he, he has like a full game character workshop where he teaches all the steps. Wow, that's cool. So if you if you do something like that, yeah, then you learn the whole thing. Then yeah, and you got the guy helping you. But the thing is, I was gonna get to that point that you just said. Like it takes time. Yeah. If you if you go to that workshop and you don't know how to open or how to rotate something in Max, for example, or Maya. Yeah. You're just gonna get lost, and you're gonna waste all your money. So you gotta, <laughs> it takes time. People don't realize it takes time. Yeah, you have to really um, see the goal and stick with it, and learn the idea that, or understand the fact that it will take you a while to get to where you want to get. Yeah. But it's actually good, though. I think it's a good thing. Um, I think you're proof of it working. You know, like you come from Brazil, you come from another country pretty mm -hmm. far away, and then you're able to follow your passion and then make it happen and then work on some of the biggest video games and all these different things and some of the biggest toy manufacturers, you know? So it's definitely possible, but the return of your efforts takes a long time, you know? And like yeah. it's, you said, you're 10 years deep into this stuff. You yeah. started when you were younger, like 15-ish, 16, and so like... Yeah, that's what people don't realize. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's unfortunate too. I think that I see it because I know that 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 the level of what you're doing, I know that it's taken you years to do it. You know, mm -hmm. like I can just see it; it's evident. You know, mm -hmm. I think most people though, for the they have to be able to with art. When you see a really good artist, you know, or a creative, you know that they put the time in um, because they they understand it at that level. Like when you look at a Rembrandt painting or something like that, you, you just know that the guy has basically been painting for a big part of his life because he, he's so good that he uh, manages to be magical about the colors and yep. the way that he conveys emotion and stuff, you know? And, and that's really, um, I think that's the relationship that you have as an artist with yourself and your creativity is that it's never ending, you know, mm -hmm. it's always the journey to get there. So that's one thing I think that I tell, um, artists or just people that are asking me about these kind of things is the same thing i just say like you have to really love it because like it's it's not yeah. going to be easy you know whatever it is you know and um and if even if you just want to be like you know like you said like you're part of you're part of a machine you're not the machine you are a part of it and you're embracing that the idea of doing the best part that you can with the part that you're doing you know which is like character art and stuff like that and and, and uh creating um dimensional structures based off of that kind of stuff for video game and gameplay and stuff mm -hmm. have when you when you've put all this time and effort into these things and have you have you had a chance to sit down and like play the games that you've worked on and seen your work in action does it is it a cool experience for you like maybe at <laughs> first and then you're like eh. 
No, the thing is, when you actually work in a game, you kind of you have to test it, then you have to like <laughs> fix fix bugs and then all that stuff. Yeah, and it just I don't know. It's it takes not all the fun. fun. Yeah, yep. it takes all the fun out. You, you've played all the levels and you know what's gonna happen. And <laughs> you read the script and you know the character, so I don't know. What do you think about the games nowadays? It seems like they're very linear. I, I don't really play games. Um, there's a game that I actually really want to play that I just saw a thing for. It's the first time I've been excited about a game in forever. It's called Alien Isolation. Do you see that? Yeah. yeah. How, how fucking cool does that look? Yeah, that's awesome. That looks like fucking that. awesome. Because I'm a huge fan of Alien. So like, and, and, and I think that the team and the crew that created that game were really smart on understanding that it's not about just like millions of aliens and a bunch of guns and stuff because that can be fun too but it's it's kind of like masturbation it's like yeah you know like you (laughs) masturbate and then you're tired and you're just like yeah i'm over it but with the with this thing it's very much sensual like this interesting experience you know and it's about a more immersive experience and i think that's really interesting um there's another one that i saw recently that i was really intrigued and, and impressed with um, I'll have to find it, but um, are there games like that that you see that you would like to be a part of, or that you wish that you had, you know, your hand in or yeah. something? The thing, the thing about the the video game industry is that it it really depends on the project that you're working and and the style, because most of the games now it's kind of it's going towards that realistic type of character in a real world. Everything is going more real. The engines are like getting better and better. So. If you work in a project like that, it's really, it's really hard to work. Like everything has to go through, like a lot of approvals and scan scanning is really into the process. So it can be really stressful for a character artist and not that much creative. Yeah. So I can see in the alien game, like being that realistic, it's like one alien that one character had the pleasure to do, and yeah. all the all the rest was like. Not that fun. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, I guess, um, I, yeah, that's true. Because you're you're building worlds, and when yep. you get in, when you build a world, you have to build the fucking cup and the mug and the napkin that the yep. mug sits on and all the and paper. Same, yeah, yeah. S- same thing for like example, like Naughty Dog, for example. They have like this amazing Last of Us game, but most of the characters are like dude in a in a dude dude with clothes clothing. <laughs> so yeah, like, this is a dude. Just a dude, and yeah. then variation of the dude with some hoodie. <laughs> so it's like the game is amazing, and all the entire process is amazing just to be part of. Yeah, but did, it's not it's not that fun. Did you um did you get a chance to watch the documentary on how they made it? Yeah, pretty yeah. cool, huh? Yeah, but you're cool. like, ah, shit, this is my fucking day to day business. So <laughs> yeah, I'm used to it. Would you do? You, what do you think of all the indie games and all the stuff that's coming out um, recently? Is that something that you would be interested in pursuing? Working on no. indie games, or um, because it seems like games now, like uh, there's, I think the game that I was talking about, I would mention it was called Routine uh, Alpha G. I guess that's what it's called. Mm. Did you see the trailer for no. that? No. Really, really interesting, man. Like really cool. It has the same kind of feel and sense as like uh, the Alien Isolation. So it has that like, you know, oh shit, like immersive um, mm-hmm. stuff, which is great. But it's a, uh, it's a different kind of, I don't know theme i guess but I'll, I'll send you a link to it it's it's the alpha a routine alpha g like trailer it, it just got released recently and stuff but i think it's an indie game um mm-hmm. but it's killer though um but i don't know I, I like that shit and i think for me what i see the future being is it's much more immersive um experiences you know like movies yeah. movies for me i think are going to turn into like what musicals and plays are 
to us now <laughs> because they're great. I love them. A good movie will never be old to me because it's, it's great. But I think that the new experience for the new generation and, and for the populace in general is going to be much more about um, Im- immersive experience, which is, mm-hmm. which is world building, people building yeah. wor- worlds that you can go through. And what I was going back to originally was that like with the games now, I think there's, there's so much work and there's so much time and so much effort to get just when the world and the whole thing made that they have to make them linear and keep you on a track and um it's kind of unfortunate but i remember playing i was like addicted to that game doom when i was a kid Mm -hmm. you you ever played doom yeah yeah. it's a fucking killer game dude and Mm -hmm. i i think even got like carpal tunnel syndrome because i was playing it so much (laughs) (laughs) but i loved it because um you can just go around and explore everything you know like you can go and and you can look at the map and you can build out the map by like going through it and then you could hear the little imps the little gargly sounds you're like oh shit where's it at and and so it was like a world to expand and you'd open a door and there'd be like a whole fucking drove of these assholes in the room and stuff and for me that was like the best thing and then i when i'd start playing games that would push me along into a story i was like eh all right like i I don't i want to what's over there you know like i want to explore that you know and and i think i think for me i think games are also in a in a sense from the trend that i'm seeing that games are in another big flux um where it's not necessarily the the independent game uh, is going to be another big thing that's going to come about, you know? And I was just curious what you thought about that. seems like you'll be always fine because you don't mind working freelance and just kind of doing your own thing, you know? But when you work in these things, uh, most of the people that work on these things have some idea for an indie game, and there's a lot of guys working at the same time on some, on some indie game. Sure. But that's really not something that, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I don't have my mind into that right now. It's too petty, petty bullshit for you. Uh, <laughs> i'm just joking just, just people don't realize how much work it is oh it's so much work man yeah, yeah. i can't even imagine i don't even um i don't even want to you know i mean maybe it would be cool to to dream about it and make something fun but it's it's, it's yeah. i don't know it's but more it's of an immersive thing. experience i just i just went like today i, I went to the dan vc the his studio just to check the last man standing stuff yeah danny yeah 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 fuck there's so much work and the guys oh god yeah he's uh well he lives it you know he doesn't have kids and he just works himself to death yeah you know? like he works himself so hard that i think is like he had an arm problem he couldn't draw for a while because yeah. he has his arm issues so yeah he's still not drawing <laughs> yeah it's, it's a bummer you know i feel bad for him but he's pushed yeah. himself so bad you know so yeah and that's the thing like people see his stuff and think it's awesome i was like oh it's cool it's cool but they don't realize how much work oh god he's going to yeah, years and years, like decades, you know. Yeah. yeah, I think there, there's always that story. I bring it up like every podcast, but it's the whole Pablo Picasso where he gets the, the drawing, and then the lady's like, "Hey, can you draw this drawing?" And she's, he's like, "Yeah, sure." And then he draws like his little thing on a napkin. It takes him like 30 seconds, and she's like, "Oh, I want to mm-hmm. buy it from you. It's so amazing." And then how much? And he's like, "I don't know, like some crazy amount, like a million dollars." She's like, "Oh, that's so much. You yeah. only, you only took you 30 seconds." He's like, "No, it took me 30 years." You know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, people don't realize it, you know, and I've been drawing ever since I was a kid, just creating, you know, and, mm-hmm. and um, I'm 31 years old now. I feel like I'm just finally figuring it out a little bit, mm-hmm. so I just, I'm excited for the next 10 years. I think that's really when I'm going to step things up, you know, like cool. figure it out, but yeah, yeah. That's cool. it just takes a ton of time, and I think that if somebody would have told me how much work it was going to be, I'd still do it, but I'd be like, oh, God, 
sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so much work, you know, and even the video games, like you're saying, and um, I have a lot of friends that are in video games and just the work it takes just to make something so it's like an enjoyable experience for the the end user is just so much work and effort, you know. Oh, yeah. Even even like people who just character artists, for example, people just look at the at the characters in the game and think, oh, I could do better than that, but they don't realize <laughs> how much... How much work is put into it? Like you, you do like a like a base, and you 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 give that to like an animator or to a rigger, and then he makes the rig. He gives it to animator. He make like test poses and see if everything is working, like silhouettes working and everything. And then the, he kick, he just gives it back to you, and then you make changes, gives it back to him, <laughs> and then it's, it's just a long process just to get something in in the game. It's just like oh, I'm gonna make it something cool, and I don't know why games don't look like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there was, um, like you said, you're into fighter games. So were you like into like Street Fighter and all that shit when you were growing up? Yeah. Because I mean that was like the classic stuff for me too. Um, do you feel that that was a golden age of video games back then, and it's changed, or do you feel that it's still the golden age and it's just getting better, or how do you like what do you see? Is there is there a game out now that you really love? You know, you mentioned The Last of Us as being a game. I really need to play it because I talk about it and I don't I've never played it, so I should stop talking about it until I play yeah. it. But I hear it's really great and it seems like it's really interesting. Some people hate it, some people love it, so I I just have to experience it myself. But it seems yeah. interesting, you know. I think if anything it's just more like it seems like a movie. You're experiencing a movie, I guess, as you mm-hmm. go through it and the characters develop and stuff kind of like a film would. But um, is there something that you feel like... I think you said that you're playing like Teen Titans or something. The Injustice. Injustice, I guess. Yeah. Like yeah. Superman punching game or something. So, yeah. Is it with the Wii? Really, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really into just this, like, the skills in the game. I, I'm not that much into like Last of Us, for example. Okay. Which is, goes to like a story and you just... You walk with the character, and then something happens. Or like, <laughs> I'm more into just the skills. It's kind of like Zelda, I guess, huh? Zelda was like that. Yeah, the original yeah. Zelda. I never really got into that either. I like the Contra shit, and that was really hard. <laughs> but yeah, you're saying you like the, the the you like the playability, I guess. Is that what you're saying, huh? Yeah. Just get in there, play it, and get out. I guess. Yeah, for me, for me, the games like beside the the skills and everything is just it's all about the characters. So if sure. the characters in the game is cool, I kind of just I look at the gameplay and I see like I watch a lot of gameplays in the YouTube like, when I'm working. Oh yeah. I have like I have like walkthroughs like most of the games that are out. I just watch a couple of videos and see what's see what people did in the game, see if the game's good, but I don't actually play them. Oh weird. <laughs> just, never, yeah, a lot of people do that though. Um, yeah, that I know. Yeah. It's interesting. People said not to do the walkthrough of uh the last of us though because they say it messes it up so (laughs) but yeah that i guess for other games it makes sense and stuff but so it's like almost like you're watching a movie but you're not it's like this more immersive movie i guess it's just work (laughs) yeah i guess it's like well you're studying too so you're trying to be the best that you can so it's good for you to get the information and the knowledge so do you what do you think is going to happen for the future of video games and stuff what's kind of your your predictions of what's going to happen um, I think, I think the studios are, are kind of just developing better tools. They're gonna make people do stuff more quickly and like just build like bigger worlds, just big, bigger like gameplays and everything. But I think the game is still gonna be the same. Yeah. The engine's gonna get better. Everything's gonna get better. But the games are still gonna be the same, in my opinion. Yeah. 
Well, I think there's a whole um, there's a whole issue with like even with Hollywood films and stuff and how they just keep spinning off reboots of old films and stuff. It's like almost like there's no new things. There are not a lot of new content, I guess, and they're just continually doing the same thing over and over. But the the thing they're like, hey, now it's in 3D or it's in like. Yep. The high definition, all this stuff, but the core of, of what makes a good experience with this stuff that I've noticed time and time again for myself and for others is is, is the experience has to be very genuine, you know? Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what I'm understanding from, I haven't played it, but that's what it seems like The Last of Us is, provides. But even like a Pixar film, you know, like when I watch Toy Story, the first one, it's the 3D is not very good. Like it's it's great. It's amazing for its time that they were able to do that, but when you watch it now in comparison to the Toy Story 3, yeah. there's a whole different ball game, but it doesn't matter because the story is so good, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. your your mind accepts it and allows it to happen. So I think the difference between movies and games is just the gameplay itself. Sure. Well, of course, that's the immersion. And the, yeah. yeah, and that's I think that's why it just keeps improving, but it's not going to change that much because just the studios are just building the tools. For example, the Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't know which one is it, but they just like they they build like the 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 sea fighting with the ships and everything. Yeah, and then in the next one they can use that. Plus they they make the, the guy can crawl the walls for for uh, example. Okay. And then the next one he can do the the ships battle and crawl on the wall. Plus they create something else, and then it just keeps improving the studio. Oh, okay, itself. Oh, that's interesting. So it just takes years for making tools and make everything work. Yeah. And just improve the gameplay, and yeah. then the, yeah, the engine just gets better. Oh, that's a trip. I didn't really think of it like that. But that's cool. I personally like to play the old Nintendo games too. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm just like guilty for that kind of stuff. Like I love Double Dragon and all that stuff. You know, like yeah. the old Punch Em stuff. Did you ever go to Nickel City while you were down here in San Diego? You ever go to that arcade place? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I love that place because it's Nichols. Yeah, <laughs> and then they have that one wall where it's all the free old school arcade games. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, that was fun. I went there and I stayed there for a big part of the day and I just beat one of the games because I just stayed and I kept playing it. Uh, I, I forget. Play pinball machines when I'm. Yeah, the pinball machines there. are cool too. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. The whole game thing is interesting to me. I just I like. I'm just interested in it. It's very curious because I eventually want to somehow merge my love for film and mm-hmm. merge my love for um, the immersive technology of what video games provide for the human experience. And I think there's definitely a way to do it. It's just a matter of a lot of work, <laughs> yeah, shit ton of work. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's all, at the end of the day, it's just all about our own stuff. Just keep working. I think that's you're, yeah. You're absolutely right, and you got a chance to hang out with Danny, and Danny's a big advocate for creating intellectual oh, properties and stuff, you know. So yeah, he was like, "Oh, you're gonna do your own IP? You got any ideas?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a ton of work, man. Yeah, and a lot of sacrifice and a lot of effort. But he's he's been a really big muse and an inspiration for me to create my own stuff, and it's just been really great, you know. And I pushed mm-hmm. all that energy off, and like, and now Aaron Beck is making his own book, which I'm so stoked, and his own creations and stories, which is awesome. And it's just, it's kind of cool, you know. And, and even like Dave Wilkins was a big um, caveat for that as well, because he's he's mm-hmm. so into his creating his own content as well on top yeah. of everybody else's. So yeah. yeah, it's and I think you're right, and I think that's definitely it. And just creating our own things, living mm-hmm. up to our own expectations, and fulfilling those things. So. And for yeah. those that are listening that are interested in this stuff, you, you, we're already working professionals at a top level of our game, but we're still hungry, you know? So 
that's uh, I think that's kind of a professional level you know you continually always stay hungry and always learn and I think that's important to be the best that you can you know so something to take away from this is really important is to continually be hungry for it and always learn and be progressive and stuff so yeah when I was when I was starting I was I wanted to do everything <laughs> yeah like cinematics movie games everything and Same. now I guess I just kind of finding my finding my way I don't know yeah that's good would you ever be interested in working at a place like blur studios that do really amazing cinematics and they do really good character work too huh no 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 the thing with blur is just it's just like an advertising studio with that crazy deadlines yeah it's heavy duty yeah yeah it's a well, ton of work i love the i love the game studio because of that because you have a lot of time just to you're really part of the project you know sure. what's happening you can help with the with the gameplay, you can help with the main characters, what's going to happen, meetings, all that stuff. So it's really fun. Well, you're pretty high up there then. So what is your title over there at Sony up in Santa Monica? What are you I'm doing? A, I'm, I'm a senior character artist. Okay, but we, cool. But we all kind of help, help the game. That's good. Yeah, you're just kind of yeah. like all part of it and kind of working together to make it good. Yeah, they're, they're pretty open to that, yeah. which is fun. That's awesome. Well, that's good to know, you know. And that's cool that you're able to be... Um, in it at all those different levels and stuff and trying to just make the best thing that you can so mm -hmm. yeah awesome man well um is there anything that you wanted to make sure that you brought up or talked about just for anybody that might have a lot of just some questions that you get asked often that you wanted to kind of clear out so it makes it easier for you to <laughs> just you know hey go listen to this so it's a lot easier so i don't know i, I I think I've already told about the form one. A lot sure. of people are asking about the, what print, print, printer that I have. It's form one. Form one, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's it. And you won that shit from kicking some ass at ZBrush thing, so mm -hmm. out of 10 years of just crushing it, so... Yeah, that's awesome. No, I'm excited for that, and I'm excited to collaborate with you in the future and stuff because it should be a lot of fun just making cool stuff, you know, so it's just going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool things to be made and things to be done and stuff, so it's all all in time. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, for, sure. for sure, for sure. But, dude, thank you so much for spending the time and staying up late with me. It's like 12 o'clock at night, so I know you probably got to get some sleep soon. And I got to get back to work, so. <laughs> yeah, my stupid procrastinating ass, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Just got to rest, man. Got to rest. Yeah, I know. I know. I need to, so. <laughs> Soon enough, so hopefully <laughs> someday. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, thank you again, and, and congratulations on all your success. And, um, yeah, I'll have all the links to all your work, so if anybody's listening that's interested and wants to check out what you're doing or what you're up to you know you i think you do you have an active blog or do you just usually keep it up on like facebook and stuff i have a just grassetti at wordpress.com okay yeah your website then right yeah. or is that your wordpress okay cool yeah, yeah. WordPress and it's facebook all this stuff okay awesome yeah i'll have a um we'll have a link to all this stuff so that people can get get to know what you're doing and stuff so it's really beautiful killer work so sounds good awesome man well have a good night man and uh next time i'm up in la we'll have uh, we'll have to hang out all right sounds good, man. okay buddy have a good one thanks you too ciao, ciao.